Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Nation, it's our time. It's our time. How are you guys doing on this wonderful Wednesday? Hope you guys missed us last week. Apologize about the break. We had some sicknesses and stuff, and you had to work that type of stuff out, you know? You got to do what you got to do. But we are at Wrestling Geeks Alliance. That's the show tonight. And we're going to be talking about some stuff. Now, one of the main things that we're going to talk about, of course, is this last pay-per-view payback. But we decided since, you know, we're a week behind uh, with the last uh, shows and, and such that we would uh, do something different, something fun. So I'm going to need your participation at that point because after we're done going over payback, we're also going to be doing two top tens tonight. Uh, top ten greatest baby faces. And if you don't know what baby faces, uh, well, you're new to wrestling, but whatever. Uh, they're good guys. And then your top ten greatest heels. Uh, those those would be villains uh, in WWE history. So should be a fun show. Uh, I know I have one of my wonderful co-hosts on the line with me. You guys out there, hopefully by now know Jawan. Jawan, how are you doing? How was the Arrow? Uh, it was insane. I actually have to watch it again. But that's not why we're here. We're here to talk some wrestling, and I'm excited to start the show. All right, great, great. Well, we're going to be hearing from John sure soon, but uh, in the meantime, do you want to go over this pay-per-view that we had, uh, Juwan? Yeah, absolutely, but before we start, I just want to say shout-out to Chris. Uh, Chris will be back with us. Oh, absolutely. Chris will be back with us next week. You had to do a little bit of uh, overtime at his job. I've done it before. We've all done it. You know you know how it works. But we will have Joel on the line at some point, but until then... I'm going to go through uh, a couple of the matches with you, Juwan. Uh, I- I'm not going to really go into this match for the kickoff match. Uh, it was just Enzo Moore and Big Cass were defeated, or defeated the club. Uh, they are going for the Magic Killer, but Big Cass booted Gallows out of the ring, and Amore, after getting the shit knocked out of him, rolled up Anderson for the win. Whatever. Anyways, 
Finn Balor made a special guest appearance on Miz TV. And at one point, Miz made fun of him for being a failure. I don't understand how the Miz thinks that failing is, you know, winning the Universal title for the first time and then getting injured during the battle, still winning it. But it was a good back and forth. Thought was going to start something up a little bit between the two of them. But uh, we'll, we'll get back to that at another point. Uh, let's start with the actual pay-per-view. Oh, and I think that we have someone. Hey, is this Joel? Yes, it is. Ah, all right. Now we get three people. Jojo Dragon. Yo, Juju Kachu, what's up? <laughs> I hate that name. Them, like, all right, weak ass nicknames. <laughs> Keep it up. Um, That's what I got for you. Do I do I have a nickname or am, am I just Angry Dane? You know, that turns green it's up and to shit. You. It's up to you. Pick it. All right, Dane, all right. you're, um, you're too great for a nickname. Dane itself. Is just great. How about personified? How about Angry Seth Rogen is Angry Seth Rogen. Angry Seth Rogen. Yeah, sure. we could go with that. Uh, we'll go with it. Okay. Well, I'm not Jewish, but sh- Shalom. Um, all right. Here's <laughs> the first match on the actual card of Payback. Um, it was actually a really great match. I gotta say, honestly, throughout the whole entire thing. I enjoyed all the matches besides the House of Horrors, and I think it was House of Horrors for a different reason they were going for. But uh, the right. United States Championship match, Chris Jericho defeated Kevin Owens. I did not see that coming. Uh, basically, was that it? Jericho smashed Owens' hand in the ring steps, so Owens was unable to hit the pop-up power bomb. I just love that they went back to that. Jericho locked uh, him in, in the walls of Jericho, and Owens was forced to submit after not being able to reach for the ropes with his bad hand. And then Jericho becomes the U.S. champion again. And obviously that was turned around. And uh, Kevin Owens won the championship back. And Chris Jericho is now gone. But uh, how did you how did you like that match? And how do you like how that's the end of that feud, Joel? Uh, it, was a, it was a good match. Uh, I, don't, I didn't hate it or anything. Um, I was also surprised. I didn't expect Jericho to win that. But... Um, I'm always okay with it. I just he he obviously ended up staying around longer than I expected because we knew he was going to go on tour eventually. So I've, I I figured he would be leaving eventually. I just didn't know when. So I guess that's why it caught us all by surprise. So, but I guess but I like surprises. So I was actually happy with the fact that he ended up winning that match. I agree with you, uh, Jawan. How did you feel about the face of America, Kevin Owens, losing and then winning the next time that they fought Chris Jericho? Um, I love the match. I hated the uh, the ending. Um, it it kind of made no sense. Um, you could have had Kevin Owens win, um, at the pay per view, and then what he did to Jericho, the you know on, on SmackDown, he could have just done that, but as the champion. Um, so that really made no sense to me. You kind of weakened Kevin Owens by having him lose that way, only to have Kevin Owens regain it and then make Jericho look weak. You could have just had Kevin Owens win, be the champion, and then, like, have Jericho face, I don't know, Dolph Ziggler. And then at the end of the match, Kevin Owens takes him out like he did um, at the end of that SmackDown. It was just unnecessary to make them both look weak um, when the end result was Jericho was going to be leaving anyway. I completely agree. And that's my biggest thing is that it did make both of them look weak. And uh, even though we got some more... Uh, great in-ring stuff between the two of them on uh, SmackDown. It just it made no sense. And not only that, they kind of 
I could have sworn that meant that Owens was going to Raw, but I think they kind of went back on that. And if that's not true, yep. they definitely went back on it being a championship match between um, Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton. But we'll get to that one a little bit later. Let's go on to the next match. Uh, one of the probably the best matches of the night, uh, Cruiserweight Championship match, Austin Aries defeats Naval. Ugh, why do I want to say Nev or Naval every fucking time? Naval. Neville. <laughs> Neville. 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 King of Cruiserweight. Anyway. Uh, Aries appeared to have the match won after a sunset flip powerbomb into the last chancery, but Neville pulled the referee onto them to break the hold, and then the ref obviously DQ'd Neville and Aries won because of the disqualification, and now we still have this feud going forward. Uh, I really do like this feud. I kind of like they're, they're, they're making it last because these guys are great in the ring. Um, but I hope that Austin Aries ends up winning this. I hope that their 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 end game isn't to have like Neville just go on and then fuck over Austin Aries because this guy he needs to get the Cruiserweight Championship and then go up to the main stage. Um, not saying anything against Cruiserweight Championship, but this guy could be a contender, I think, for the belt. Uh, either yep. one of them or the sixty that they fucking have top belts. But he's been doing this for a long time. He's been messing with people like CM Punk and Bobby Roode, and TNA, and Ring of Honor for a very long time. And I don't, I don't want to see him just as a cruiserweight. I, I, I think the same thing of Neville, actually, too, with this whole entire renaissance, this new heel gimmick. But um, how, how did you feel about it, uh, Joel? Uh, I was cool with it. I mean, I like Neville. I like Austin Aries. Uh, they are the primetime guys on 205 Live, which I would say is the weakest of the shows on the WWE Network right now. Um, but, like, I really like Neville's heel turn. I like that it's they're, he's, he's definitely more of a character now, more of a likable character, believe it or not, than it was before, as, like, whatever he was called, the Red Arrow, or whatever they were calling him at the time. But um, I really like Austin Aries. Austin Aries has grown on me. 205 Live guys in general, the, I like I like, Gall- like Gallagher and TJ Perkins, all of them. I'm uh, starting to like them, too. But I do believe uh, it was a... I was kind of expecting it. I, I didn't know how it was going to go down, but I, I wasn't exactly surprised that uh, that uh, what Neville ended up winning, or I'm sorry, losing, but you know, losing by DQ, so he can't lose his title, so that so they can extend that little rivalry they got going on there. So I'm cool. I'm happy with it. Me too, Juwan. Are you happy? Or are you angry? Um, well, not not necessarily angry. I kind of agree with what you were saying, Dane. Um, but Austin Aries and um, Neville are, I guess, the biggest names of the uh, the, the cruiserweight division. So I kind of get why um, Vince is kind of keeping those two guys um, in the cruiserweight division. And honestly, that's where um, I think they should be for the moment, mainly because um, if they weren't there, I'm pretty sure Austin Aries and Neville would be on Raw. And we see how irrelevant the titles on Raw uh, seem on a week-to-week basis. So I'd like, I'd rather these guys get their shine in some capacity. Um, mm. and it just so happens to be the cruiserweight. Um, I don't necessarily like the idea that Austin Aries doesn't have a title um, by now, but I do like this rivalry between the two of them. Um, it, it's been very enjoyable. The match was great. Too bad it had to end like you know, uh, end like that, but. Hopefully, Austin Aries gets the title very soon. You know what we'll do? We'll put them in a tag team together. And we'll call it 
toughen stuff. Yeah. So that's what he's going to do. They're going to be tag team champions in about a year. Anyways, speaking about tag team champions, <laughs> Hardy Boys defeated Sheamus and Cesaro. Uh, this was my favorite fucking match of the night. This was ridiculously violent. Uh, hey, if you guys haven't known, it was a veneer, uh, so it was an old tooth, but it wasn't meant to come out. Uh, Jeff Hardy got kicked in the face. He got kicked in the face uh, by Sheamus and knocked his tooth out during the match. Matt Hardy is a little bit bloody, but I think they kind of played it up. Like, Michael Cole was acting like he was split open, like he was stone cold, like fucking split open like a pig, uh, which he wasn't. But he had a little bit of rug burn on his head or some shit. But either way, they got the the crap knocked out of him. I love that Jeff Hardy was, like, kind of cool about it, like kept on messing with his teeth in front of the audience. Um, I love the heel turn at the end. I thought I didn't see it coming. Because they had a chance to do it in the ring, and then they walked off, and the camera angle was perfectly placed on Jeff Hardy, and you don't even know they're running back towards the ring, and then Jeff just launches, and Matt goes in the ring, Sheamus comes in there, gives him the bro kick. Just a, a good match. I'm really looking forward to seeing more from this rivalry, uh, you know, which I, I assume that it's going to end up with Sheamus and Cesario getting the championship belts, thus the Hardy boys become broken. I don't know if that's that. I don't have anything except for just like thought on that. I have no, nothing to back that up. But Juwan, uh, how did you like this match? He got kicked in the face. Um. Well, I I kind of called this, but in reverse. Um. As far as the uh, uh, the match, obviously not the whole blood and stuff like that. Remember, I was telling you and Chris that I thought um Sheamus. I'm uh I'm sorry, Cesaro was going to turn on Sheamus or, or, or vice versa. Um. But, you know, they actually just turn heel together. Um, this is, like, really weird because I feel like they still don't know what they want to do with Cesaro and Sheamus. Um, and it's really upsetting me because they are the two best talents on Monday Night Raw. And they're constantly being wasted. Um, there's no reason why Sheamus can't be in the major title race and Cesaro couldn't be in the intercontinental title race or vice versa. Um, so seeing them as tag teams uh, and they don't have the belts only further infuriates me the more and more I, I, I see their storyline grow. Um, but it was really nice to kind of see, um, you know, a, a little bit of an edge to this match. And Michael Cole always is super dramatic about everything. Um, but it was a really good match, and hopefully Cesaro and Sheamus get the titles very soon. Hello? Hello? Yeah? Dane went out. I don't know what happened with Dane. <laughs> hey, we lost, we lost Dane. <laughs> did we, hey, did we well, I, was, Dane? I was talking. I was talking, but uh, I guess my thing was muted. Anyways, before I pass to Joel, <laughs> sorry about that. Uh, professional. Get the hell out of us, man. So good. Uh, yeah, I'm gone, by the way. I'm like, why are they saying hello? Oh, yeah, I'm muted. I'm an idiot. All right. <laughs> Anyways, but what I was going to say, I agree with you to an extent, Juwan, but I think that it more sucks for Cesaro than Sheamus. I think Sheamus has had a long, great career. He's gotten lots of belts, and I'm not saying it's dwindling towards the end, but if anything, having him now in a tag match and really have a good tag team run, that's a good extension of his career. It just sucks to me because, to me, Cesaro is being held back because now he's heel, 
And I'm, I'm not saying he can't play heel or anything like that, but he's a really great baby face. And it kind of sucks that we're going to see him throughout the duration of this tag team. And I think he has the potential to be just a champion by himself. And I think he has enough charisma to be able to handle, you know, a title run. Uh, even, fuck, give him an Intercontinental title maybe. I mean, I, I, I guess that's more powerful than the other title. I don't really know. Uh, Joel, how do you feel about the whole situation? Uh, I agree with y'all. He kicked him in the I face! He did, he did. And I, it was my favorite match of the night. I'm not going to lie about that. Uh, I wasn't too keen on uh, Cesaro and Sheamus being together at first. It took me a while to get used to that. I wasn't really, I, like I, I like you, I felt like he was being wasted, especially Cesaro uh, on that tag team. And them really not really doing anything. They're just together just because. And it, and it didn't feel normal. But they've grown on me, and now they, like, come in, like, in unison, like, like dressed alike, and it's I'm, they, they've grown on me. And now that they've turned heel, um, which I missed, uh, like after the match, I kind of walked away, and they came back and they turned on them. And I'm like, oh shit, I didn't see that coming. <laughs> but I'm happy they did, and they're giving a, a, a rivalries for the Hardys. And yeah, that kick was nasty. I really thought it was the tooth. I didn't realize it was uh, whatever you just. What was it? A veneer? You said. A veneer. Yeah, I, okay. I, I thought it was the tooth. Did he really just kick his teeth out? That was insane. Like, oh, he's going to get yelled at. But whatever, it turned out okay. Uh, Hardy's, I will eventually, I agree, I think they're going to end up losing at some point, probably to the Cesaro and Sheamus and eventually break. But that's, uh, that's me wishful thinking. <laughs> I agree. And uh, do you think that Vince, like, went off on Sheamus? While he's in the- Sheamus, come here! We're going to call you Maybe. tooth! Maybe <laughs> um, it is a good time to we're going to call you Ivory because you're very light skin tone and, and you, you knock out people's teeth. All right, that's it for <laughs> Mr. McMahon. Uh-huh. Close, bro. All right, here's a match that even though I'm not a big fan of Bailey, I thought was kind of I, bad booking to me. But uh, the Raw's Women's Championship match, Alexa Bliss defeated Bailey in her home city. I've never seen her have this big of a pop ever. Uh, obviously, there's good reasons why she's in her hometown. Uh, Bliss sent Bailey crashing into the ring post. That looked really painful. Then DDT'd her for the victory. Bliss is now the only woman to now have the SmackDown Women's Champion and the Raw Women's Champion until, of course, Charlotte gets it, and she'll have all three. She'll have the NXT, the SmackDown, and also the Raw. Uh, so... I like Alexa Bliss. I think she has a lot of steam. Her 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 work in the ring, it's very much, it's very similar to Miz. Great mic work. Uh, she could be better in the ring. Miz is obviously in a different class than her uh, because he's been at it longer. But he, she has a lot of potential. I just, I, I get the whole putting over someone, uh, over the person that at their hometown and everything and how it's like an old wrestling thing. It doesn't always have to be like that. I didn't think it did anything for anyone. Uh, the loss to Bailey, I thought it was kind of dumb. They could have redeemed this real quickly, but they've already taken, gone all over the place with Bailey. I mean, she should have won the belt, if anywhere, at WrestleMania. But let me not get back on that. All I'd say is that I hope that Alexa Bliss has a good title run. I hope they don't just take off the belt on her very quickly, unless it goes to Miss Sasha Banks, and then I'm okay with it. Uh, Juwan, how do you feel about that? I actually, um, you can't see it right now, but I'm super excited and I'm smiling very hard. Um, 
I'm glad Bailey doesn't have the title anymore. Uh, I'm really hoping that that kind of means like we hear less of her uh, on the mic now. Um, to me, uh, Alexa Bliss is is where it's at. She's the champion that I envisioned once Charlotte got um, traded, and they kind of were like, we're going to kind of stay away from Sasha Banks uh, as champion for a little bit. Um, Alexa Bliss, to me, like you said, she is very careful in the ring, um, but really good on the mic like The Miz. Um, I also agree, I don't think that just because you're in your hometown that that means you have to get a win. I love it even more for them to get a loss in their hometown. And especially in front of their family and their nieces, their nephews, or kids if they have them, um, it's hilarious. Um, I love Alexa Bliss. By the way, by the kids. way, if you didn't know out there, D Five Nation, Jawan hates women, including Bailey and Felicity. <laughs> yes, I do. Yes, I do. I mean, I just that, said I uh, love Alexa Bliss, but no, I do. I do hate no. Um, no, but seriously, um, as long as they stay away from her going up against. Uh, King Kong, I mean, um, what's her name? Uh, the huge Nia kid. Jax. There you go. Um, Nia I want to hang off her like a jungle gym. <laughs> as long as you keep Alexa Bliss away from that, because it's just, it's one of the situations to where it's like, there's no way Alexa Bliss can win a match against Nia Jax. That would be believable in any, in any situation. This Sasha Banks rivalry, um, and I think we'll be fine. Now, what I think they're going towards, and I could be wrong before I hand it to Joel, I think that this, this is setting up uh, Bailey and Sasha. I think that Sasha is going to get Bailey disqualified for the title for whatever they're building. Because if they're doing at least one more time where Bailey's going against Alexa, I, I can just see that coming. But I did like how they handled that, what you're talking about, where Nia Jax is now like buddies with Alexa. Like she was kind of backed her up in the corner. On Raw, but uh, pretty funny. Uh, Joel, how, how did you feel about uh, the course of this match? Uh, that was a good Man, match. How... Uh, huh? Well, never mind. I'm sorry. I was going to say, and how do you feel about Juwan hating women? But you kind of came in, and I tried to back off and didn't work out. So here you go. <laughs> well, well, he does hate women. I think it, uh, it's easy to notice if you listen to him and you start finding the patterns. You got put, to put two and two together, and he just hates women. I'm sorry. <laughs> But it is. Um, it's a jigsaw puzzle. <laughs> it is. Just, just put it together. Um, <laughs> it was good. I thought it was a good match. I enjoyed the match. Uh, I wasn't very surprised that uh, uh, that Bailey lost, even though I think she had a good run. Uh, I think it was about. I'm not that it was about time, but usually I don't know how that. Uh, I've noticed that most of the pe- people that they don't win in their hometowns. I, I think that's a thing. I don't remember the last ones that won in their hometown. It just doesn't happen very often. So I guess I kind of saw it coming. But uh, it was pretty brutal. I mean, it was it was a good match. And I'm I'm not I'm not the biggest fan of Alexa Bliss, but she's grown on me a lot too. And Bailey the same. I'm like I wasn't a big big fan of hers, but she's also grown on me a lot. Um, but I do think that it, it, it's going to come down to that to Sasha Banks eventually I think at some point she's going to turn on on Bailey. It just looks like that's what's going to happen. I'm not sure. I'm not 100% certain that's going to happen, but I have a feeling that I agree with y'all. I think that might happen going down the line soon. Well, Joel, uh, to what you were saying, the the biggest um pop someone's ever gotten as far as like a huge win in their hometown. I don't think uh like recently there's been any there's been one bigger than um 
when CM Punk won in Chicago and then left with the WWE oh, yeah. title. So, yeah, so you're absolutely correct. It doesn't happen often. I mean, I even think Chris and Dane brought this up a few weeks ago. Vince kind of hates the idea of people winning in their hometown. <laughs> um, no, he really so does. Always, That's why we're surprised really uh, that Naomi won. Uh, I didn't think that Naomi was going to win in Orlando because of that. And so to see Bailey yeah. not get the same treatment when she had so much uh, attention, it was kind of sad. Like, I, it's not that I like yeah. her as a wrestler. I think she's annoying, um, honestly. And she find, like, some more – I like it, actually. I'll, I'll be honest with you. When Bailey gets in the zone and she's in the match and she has that, like, warrior call that she does and she's really getting into it, like, and she starts talking trash to him, that Bailey I like. But they've given us this stupid package of this this innocent girl that loves wrestling and she always has and blah, blah, blah. Like, it's not the NXT <laughs> Bailey, And that's my biggest thing with this one going forward is she's just a fan. She, Charlotte's absolutely right. That's how they build her. So who knows going forward. I want to see Sasha with that belt. I'm just a, you know, at this point, I want to see Sasha with one belt and Charlotte with the other belt. They're my two favorites. I don't think it's going to change anytime soon until us, uh, whatchamacallit, Ashka gets there. So let's go on to. Uh, oh, hell yeah. Asuka's a badass. Uh, let's go on. Yes, let's, let's, let's save the. Uh, Let's let's save the House of Horrors match, man. Till till after Seth Rollins defeated Samoa Joe, this was also a really good match. All the matches were pretty good, even the stuff that Bray and Randy did in the ring. I mean, none of it was was bad. All of it was good. But anyways, Joe had Rollins in the uh, Kalua clutch, but Rollins uh, countered with a fireman's carry into a modified cradle to score a surprise three count. And Samoa Joe is so amazing at selling. He's so amazing at looking angry, surprised when he when uh, Rollins pulled out the win out of his ass. Uh, their match that they just had, like, these guys really work well in the ring. I can't remember. I think they were both at Ring of Honor. I don't know if they were there at the same time, but they have great chemistry regardless, and I definitely want to couple, see a couple more matches. But um, how, how did you like the Destroyer taking on Seth Rollins? Seth freaking Rollins. Ugh. Juwan. Um, I I, um, I thought it was a phenomenal match, and you're absolutely uh, right. Either these guys practice um, uh, re- relentlessly, um, or they just have great chemistry from working together, you know, from whenever. But they, they work really well together in ring, you know, when Joe's not uh, decapitating his knee. Um, but, no, it was a great match. Um, I, I just, <laughs> just kind of want to see that rivalry end because – I thought the whole basis of this rivalry was Triple H and Stephanie, and neither one of them are there. <laughs> so this kind of just seems like it's a pointless rivalry. Um, if it was more personal, like just Rollins versus Samoa Joe, then I'd be fine with it. Um, I think I'd be more interested if, like, a title was involved. But the basis of this, this rivalry is Triple H and Stephanie, and since they're not there, kind of like in this rivalry. I completely agree with you. And I think that the reason why you see Samoa working with Seth Rollins, well, it's kind of like the reason why you're seeing Dolph Ziggler work with Shinsuke over at SmackDown, but they've been doing it longer at least, uh, where Seth Rollins knows the style that is supposed to be for WWE. And, and Samoa comes from Ring of Honor, came from TNA, different style altogether, went to NXT, and now is kind of like a person he's transitioning with. Uh, to the same reason I think they're putting Ziggler with Shinsuke, which I think is good, even though I can't stand Dolph Ziggler. 
But what I'm trying to get at is that this will be ending soon. You're right. There's absolutely nothing for them to be, you know, uh, feuding with each other for. I mean, he's already got, you know, and I guess, I guess what has to happen is that Samoa Joe needs to at least get one win. If not, if he gets another loss to him, it just makes Joe look really weak and, it only makes their rivalry, it seems like it's going to keep on going forward. So they can't end on that. I think they have to end on Smojo uh, winning at some point. Uh, how, did you, how, how do you feel about that, Joel? Uh, I agree. I mean, I totally agree with everything you guys just said. Uh, I don't think it'll last much longer. I think it's just a residual from uh, the whole Triple H thing. It's, it's like it was just a payback match for Rollins getting hurt, basically, is what it turned into. And it's, I think, yeah, it has to even out eventually with Joe. And uh, I think, yeah, it won't last much longer. I thought the match itself was pretty good. Um, I like Joe a lot. I've uh, I've been wanting him to come up for a long time. And uh, it was, I'm just, it was good. It was a good match. I like Rollins. <laughs> I'm not a huge Rollins person, but I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that I think that he's not 100% utilized correctly, in my opinion. I think there's, that he's like, there's so much more he could be. And I don't think they're, 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 utilizing him at his best. It's kind of boring to me, but um but the match itself is pretty good and I I agree. I don't think it's going to last much longer. I think eventually it will transition to a new rivalry somewhere down the line. Yeah, cuz we definitely have a lot of people that both guys can work with. And I think I think and I I don't know this, Joel, but my biggest thing with Seth Rollins is that he's a better heel uh than right. He is a babyface. I I I think he's a much more dominant. It's like a Samoa Joe were to go freaking babyface. Like it's, there's no reason for it. I, I don't know. Or Roman Reigns. Let's go. <laughs> what were you gonna say? I'm sorry. I said or Roman Reigns. <laughs> exactly. No, seriously. Well, Roman Reigns needs to go heel because he's not working as a baby. But <laughs> Seth Rollins can still fucking do it. I don't know if if Roman Reigns is ever gonna be accepted by the crowd. Uh, I don't know. Who knows. Let's, do you guys want to talk about this House of Horrors match? Doesn't that sound intriguing? All right. So the match began with Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt battling in a haunted house. I, I'm not going to say the direction and cinematography weren't bad, but and I know that kayfabe is dead, but we're supposed to believe that somewhere, I think they were in California, like off of that city, that's where Ray's compound is. And... If I'm supposed to just say screw it and just, you know, Spence disbelief, just completely shut that off and allow myself to just get taken over. They could have been scarier, especially with the production budget. They look like they had. Like, it really would have been effective if one of those rooms had, like, pictures of Randy Orton with his family or something or something creepy. Or, since his sister Abigail, we haven't really distinguished her age, kids are freaky as shit. So there could have been, like, this little girl that Randy was kind of following. I thought about a million fucking things that would have made this actually a house of horror. Since it kind of had those elements, but just was like, it's like uh, the boring haunted house in your neighborhood that your parents make you go to at their friend's house that did a really shitty job and nothing's really scary. You just want to get the fuck out of there so you can get some more candy. That type of situation. Except for fighting. And a refrigerator fell on Randy Orton, which was (laughs) pretty gnarly. I love how he addressed that (laughs) on SmackDown. How he's like, the refrigerator didn't stop me. So, all right, we get it. But anyway, so Bray Wyatt gets out. Uh, another thing that was dumb, they just made, I guess they were going for I, him going from Raw to SmackDown or SmackDown to Raw. They made they switched the colors. 
And I was like, why don't you just start the thing on fire? Like, the house sucks. Like, it didn't look like it was – I'm sure that you, you, you spent some money on it. So, I don't know. So many damn things. CGI if you fucking have to. But Bray Wyatt is driving away. He thinks he's got him. He's laughing. I thought the limo driver was going to end up being Randy Orton. It wasn't. Uh, he arrived <laughs> at the arena right after Samoa Joe Seth Rollins match. He walked to the ring where Andy Orton – Andy Orton is also like Randy Orton, but different. Randy Orton appeared somehow. The fight continued until the Singh brothers interfered, allowing Jinder Mahal to show up with the WWE Championship that does not belong to him. Shane McMahon told him that, damn it, and attacked Orton. Uh, Wyatt hit the sister Abigail to win the match and hopefully end this stupid fucking feud. This was a non-title match. They said that many times because they told us beforehand it was. Juwan, how was the shit show to you? Um, well, first of all, I thought I thought they went to like a halfway house. Tell me that didn't look like uh, either a drug dealer's <laughs> house or someone who who uses regularly. Um, I thought like I thought Randy was gonna come across like a bag of cocaine or something. Like that really looked like a, a bunch drug of needles. House. Yeah, a bunch of needles and stuff. Like he, he didn't want he to bring a bunch of needles. Like in the corner. Oh my god, are those <laughs> used AIDS needles? God, <laughs> heroin. Like heroin. It wasn't a house ah. of horrors. It was, it was a house of a drug bust. Like that, I didn't understand what was so horrific about the house. But uh, <laughs> I, I didn't get that match. I didn't get why the match still happened even after Bray got traded to Raw. Um, it kind of seemed <laughs> like. You needed to to not still do that match because he went to Raw. Um, the ending was was horrible to me. I think I would have enjoyed it more if it was just more like a um, anything goes match or like a last man standing match or something of significance like that. Um, that would have maybe seemed a lot better. Even Orton defending the title and maybe um you know if it was like a regular singles match Bray won by um you know disqualification um yeah j- just something along the lines of that but the whole refrigerator falling on him the whole fact that I'm pretty sure that that was a house that police raided for drugs like a few days before like it was just really it was a really 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 bad setup especially when you built it up as much as you did and you know what sucks about the house of horrors match the most the Punjabi prison match was a better match than the fucking House of Horrors. <laughs> the Punjabi prison match was a thousand times better than the House of Horrors match. Oh, uh, well, the Pinocha snatch match was a crazy video I watched one time. Uh, Joel, how did you <laughs> feel about the House of Horrors? Or Horrors, not Horrors. It would have been cooler if it was Horrors. I would have preferred if it was horrors. At least I would have watched that one, you know, with a smile on my face. Um, I can't. It was kind of that rivalry is it was so lame, and then that match was so. It could have been better. I'll say that it wasn't like the match itself was better than actually watching them fight in that fun house because that's basically what it was. It was just want to be scary. It was just not. It was just the rivalry itself wasn't good enough for me to be like. To care, basically, is what it comes down to. And I just wasn't really feeling it. Um, and then, they, they obviously, it went from that. Like, I forgot how long the actual House of Horror part of it was. Then for it to extend all the way into, like, like two hours later, when they finally arrive at the arena to finish it off there, the highlight of that whole match 
was seeing Jinder Mahal come in and fuck it all up. That was my favorite part, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Good old Jinder. Don't you wish he had red hair so he'd call him Jinder the Ginger? Like, wouldn't that be great? Ginger, Ginger Mahal. <laughs> I know, Jinder Mahal. Rusev was hurt, and they gave the thing to me, even though I had 20 hundred losses. Anyways, um, last match of the night, guys. Actually, a really great match. Uh, Braun Strowman defeated Roman Reigns. They just beat the shit out of each other, like they always do. Um, and, but I had no problem with that, because, you know, I think Braun's becoming a damn good, efficient wrestler. You know, of course, now he's hurt, so he's out for a couple months. Great. Anyways, but shit happens. What do you... Wrestling... You know, that's that's the name of the game. Uh, but I liked uh, their back and forth. I liked also them, again, on um, SmackDown or Raw, I should say. Yeah, uh, because Roman Reigns got to get back at him. And honestly, one of the first times ever, I think, I actually liked Roman Reigns when he was knocking Braun around with that arm brace on, smacking his arm into the thing and going, yeah, yeah, who's your this bitch? And he actually said that at one point. And I was like, did he really just say that? So... Uh, I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do now because I know the ending results. Braun Strowman's out for a couple months. And I think they're going to send Roman Reigns to go against Bray Wyatt and screw up the whole entire fucking Bray Wyatt versus Finn Balor package that I thought we were getting. So, you know, injuries happen. Uh, Juwan, are you are you excited about the changes? And how did you like this match? Um, <clears throat> I enjoyed the match. I think uh, Braun Strowman might be my new favorite person um ever um i just love him i love how he sounds like in uh a caveman um the match is really good i can't really poop on roman reigns or braun Strowman about the end ring ability um because they're they're not they're no aj styles so you can't really get that um that deep into it but i thought it was a really good match i thought um the way it ended uh with the after show where braun ran into the uh the ambulance um, oh yeah, Coral. This guy is so iconic. Um, I just, I, I really want Strowman. But um, but no, it was a really good match. Um, I hope what you just said does not happen because I'm loving this angle of um Bray Wyatt versus Finn Balor. I know Vince said the only time Finn Balor would bring out the demon would be on pay per views. Um, so it'd be really cool to see Bray Wyatt kind of pull the demon out of Finn Balor and just have, like, a really dark match between the two of them. Yeah, that would be cool. Uh, who knows? Um, I do know that Braun's definitely hurt, and from what the rumor is, that's the storyline change that they're going for. So hopefully they figure out something else for Roman Reigns to do. God, we could get Roman Reigns and Samoa Joe in an angle, and I would love to see the two of those guys beat the shit out of each other. Just switch that off. Get Seth Rollins on something else. Um, I don't know what... Uh, maybe Dean Ambrose, make him turn heel. I don't know what you, do a bunch of stuff. Just God, Joel, take it from me, man. How'd you like the match? Oh wait, you already you already answered, didn't you? My brain's not working. Well, not this match, no. Okay, well if then since you didn't, how did you feel about it? It was a good match. Uh, Braun's a freak. Uh, yeah, he's he's really becoming a fan favorite, and I don't think it was. I don't think he's meant to be that. He's obviously supposed to be the heel. But it's kind of he's been being treated like a face by the fans, and it's kind of the opposite with Roman. It's really fucking weird how that works. But uh, he's a freak, man. I love watching him just throw people around. I swear he he hurt himself just because he just free like willy nilly just throwing Roman around. Probably pulled something. I know it's something with his elbow, but either way, man, 
He's it's pretty yeah. crazy how how bad he just destroys people. So it's gonna be fun watching other people have to face that because he seems like a legitimate threat, you know, which is not something you you get. It's hard to explain because it it's been a while since there's been a big man that to me that has been like that dominant. You know what I mean? Like Big Show was dominant back in the day, but I, I I'm more intimidated by Braun Strowman. I don't know if that's a just I don't know why, but this, I just get that feeling from him. Well, it looks like Brock Lesnar and Big Show had a baby. I mean, with Braun Strowman, what were you gonna say, Juwan? No, I was gonna say I'm gonna be completely honest. Um, <clears throat> I know it's probably never gonna happen, but I'd love to see Braun Strowman uh, do what he's doing to to Roman Reigns to a returning John Cena. I I love that for so many different reasons. Um, and it, it's not me trying to poke fun at, at John Cena saying, like, I just want to see someone beat him up. I just want to see Braun Strowman literally. <laughs> I just want to see him take out every major uh, face or heel in the business. Well, oh, yeah. No, I definitely would like to see him get his ass kicked by that would be awesome. Uh, that would be funny as hell. The thing is, I think that John Cena, no offense to Roman Reigns, would be able to work in the ring with Braun, and Braun would learn a lot from John Cena if they were to work yeah. together too. Uh, you know, Absolutely. that's that's John Cena's thing. Because I mean, like we were talking about earlier with Samoa Joe and Seth Rollins, yeah, they figured out a lot of those spots. But I'm pretty sure Samoa Joe calls his matches in the ring just like Cena. So someone that's that's working with them gets a lot of experience from a guy that's big, that's able to do the stuff that they do. So, and we'd also be able to see Braun Strowman beat the shit out of John Cena constantly. So that would be Would nice. be awesome. Um, yeah. But, uh, Braun, I hope that you get better, man. I hope that, you know, yeah. everything works out. For you. Ah! Oh, my God. Christ. What was that? That was Braun Strowman's <laughs> theme music. That was scary. All right. Um, <laughs> well, we're done with that. Okay, so the pay-per-view is done. Let's uh, talk about what we're going to talk about, guys. Um, I think I'm going to let you kind of lead this for a second, Juwan, just re-explain the rules because I kind of forgot them. Uh, and explain the audience, I mean. That's what we need to do. Just explain to everyone what we're going to do. We're doing top ten best baby faces of WWE and top ten best heels of WWE. Yeah, so <clears throat> what we're going to do first is we're going to break down the in WWE history, WWE only. <clears throat> and what okay. we're going to do is once we get only, WWE only, once we get through, <laughs> once we build our list of 10, we'll then break the 10 down to 5 and then the 5 down to 3. So we'll have the three greatest faces of all time and then we'll build the top three greatest heels of all time. So we'll then know who the best three faces are and the best three heels are. I like it. I like it too, but it's tough. So a lot of these guys are That's why, them. Joel, I didn't want to open it. I didn't want to open it too far up. I want we wanted to make it difficult. Yeah, we gotta make it difficult. Remember, if you guys want to join us in this conversation and just give your opinion of who the best heel or baby face is in WWE, call us at three one nine five two seven six zero six zero. Never mind, do not call that. Call nine two nine four seven seven three seven eight one. The other one's not a number that you need to call. But that one is, uh, you'll be listening to us. If you want to join the conversation, ask a question, press 1. All right. Uh, Juwan, do you want to start this off? So you're going to basically say a name, and then we're going to keep on going. Uh, well, we're going to discuss yep. whether or not that stays, 
and then we'll make our top ten based on that. Top ten baby faces of WWE history. Woo! All right. So I have my first one, and it might be a little controversial. I don't think it should be that much. But I'm going to go with Daniel Bryan. Wow. At the number 10 spot. See, I don't have Daniel Bryan on my list, but I forgot about him. Um, <laughs> I should – well, the thing is, like, well, I mean, you got to understand, I, I listed 10 of my favorite wrestlers, and I was like, that's a good list. But I didn't think about Daniel Bryan. But the thing is, I wasn't really a part of that era. I've only seen a bunch of his matches after the fact, so they're not as impactful. Even though it was cool to see him win the icy belt. Uh, so I'm going to say no. Joel. Yeah, I'm with you. I, he was, I was out of wrestling at the time when he was really popular. I got back in when he was leaving. So it was like, I feel bad because I know Daniel Bryan worked his ass off to get to where he got to, but like, I, there's just so many. There's so many we could choose from. I don't have time. To you, guys, top 10. you guys are a bunch of bitches. Man, bro, so once again, crazy. we're playing this game and cop walking uh, your your, your uh, concept. Uh, all right, so do you want me to say one now, and then I'll just yeah. Play? yeah. All right, I don't I don't think I can't. I have to say his name first because he's my favorite wrestler of all time. I think he's a Michael Jordan of professional wrestling, and that would be HBK, the Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I have him on my list, too. So, yeah, sure, I'm down with it. He makes the number 10 spot. HBK is my man, bro. Uh, I love HBK. All right, My Joelle, grandmother go. was madly in love with HBK. Yeah, I was a big Shawn Michaels guy. My sister was, too. Yeah. You're what? Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, my turn. Uh, this is not as hard to me, I think, but I don't – he's a face, even though I call him more of an anti-face. But, but uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Absolutely. Yeah. No arguments here. All right. Uh, back to you, John. So, we have two spots down. <clears throat> uh, I'm going to go to a pretty obvious one. Um, I'm going to go John Cena. He's on my list. Yeah. Joel? I'll say yes, even though he's not really part of my top ten favorite wrestlers, but uh, he's definitely a top well, ten face of all time, I'll say that. Well, well, Biatch, he doesn't have to be your favorite wrestler, he just has to be on your list of favorite uh, faces. He was yeah, the reason I left wrestling altogether, Jawan. Wait a minute, uh, wait a minute, so then hold on, so then hold on, hold on, Dan, before we move on, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Elaborate that on that a little bit, because I'm confused. Are you saying you're good with him on the list, or are you saying... No, you don't want him on the list. No, I said I was good with him. God damn it, Joel. Go ahead, Dan. I'm sorry. He just wanted to fight him, Joel. What am I, what am I like, a, like a fucking therapy group? Like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. All right. You got lost. Relationship therapy over here. Um, wait a minute. Am I picking the person now? Is that, is that, is that, all yes, right. Um, one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. Um, he just seems like a really fucking cool dude, Mr. Mick Foley. When he won the uh, World Heavyweight Belt on Raw, and I was watching fucking Nitro, and they told us, well, don't even worry, because that's already pre-recorded, and Mankind's about to win. I changed channels like everyone else, watched him win the fucking title. I love Mick Foley. I'm just going to throw that out there. 
Uh, were you guys waiting for me? I thought Joel was going to go. I'm thinking. Uh, you could go if you have the answer. Uh, I'm going to say, uh, what number is this? Uh, seven? Number eight. Yeah. Eight? Um, I'll say yeah. You'll say yeah? That's such a little cop-out. God damn it, Joel. Dane, listen, I'm sorry. Um, I'm saying no to Mick Foley. For the same reasons you guys said no to Daniel Bryan, um, I didn't necessarily see him as a full face, but, um, you know, and I didn't really watch that much Mick Foley, so I'd say no. All right, so does that mean that we're not, is it just one person says no and then it's it's next? Joel's going to give his cop-out goddamn answer and say yes. No, I lost on this one. Mick Foley is number eight. Well, I'm not going to go. I mean, I, I like Mick Foley, so but at the same time, it's, probably, <laughs> it's tough, man. Top ten faces, we're thinking. All time, you know how hard that it is. Uh, Have a nice day! Uh, well, Joel, is it a yes or a no? He rose Christmas books and shit, motherfucker. Christmas books. Okay, look. All right, all, right, all right. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say no. Only because I think there's more guys that you could put in front of him. So the answer no, Dane. All right. Well, he's not Sorry, there, Joel. I, apo- I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't. Don't apologize, Joel. All question. right. So far, we got HBK, we got Stone Cold Steve Austin, we got John Cena. So the next one, Joel, ahead, Joel. pick a person. Well, my friends, I have to go with a man who was great at booing both. The people's champion, The Rock. I just smell what The Rock is cooking. Yes. Yes. It's hard to not choose The Rock. (laughs) Know your role and shut your mouth. I'm going to start telling you that, Juwan, all the time. I'm just going to tell you, know your role and shut your mouth. Yeah, no, I hear that a lot. It doesn't matter if it's okay. All right. I think it's back (laughs) on you, man. All right. So I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with a weird one. And I want you guys I want you guys to bear with me before you you say what I assume you guys are gonna say. I'm gonna go with an off off the charts one. I'm gonna go with Jeff Hardy. Oof. Now, the reason why I go with Jeff Hardy, reason why I go with Jeff Hardy is because this is someone we thought would only have success in tag team, um, in the tag team division with his brother. That major push that he got right before uh, Vince fired him, uh, around like oh six oh seven, uh, with the WWE title, that was a phenomenal title run, and he was a great face for the company. Um, around the time where Triple H did a bunch of drugs, like, well, yeah. yeah, he definitely did a bunch of drugs. Derailed. Um, but around the time, around the time where Triple H and John Cena were like the kings of the business, Jeff Hardy was on was on the come up, and he was a Damn really, it. really, really good face. Uh, he was also a phenomenal <sighs> face uh, as a tag team, and I just thought what he did with the single title uh, run that he had 
he deserves at least a mention or a chance to make it on the top ten list of uh, best faces. Well, oh, man, I love the fucking Hardys. I love Jeff Hardy. He's one of the only reasons I stuck around for a the short period of time I did during the PG era. But even though it wasn't at WWF, he got fucked up as hell in front of his idol at Victory Road with Sting and screwed up a great yep. match that I actually won out and paid for when I wasn't even into wrestling when I found out that two of my favorite wrestlers, Jeff Hardy and Sting, we're battling, so no, fuck them. Wow. I agree with Dane, but not for the same reason. <laughs> uh, I love Jeff Hardy. Uh, I love him a lot. But like Mick Foley and Daniel Bryan before him, there are other faces that belong on this list before Jeff Hardy. All right, um... Well, Joe, I guess I can't wait to see who you pick. All right, oh, I know you want to say no one of them, but you can go. But <laughs> I know he wants to. It's just he was born in like uh, last bet- year, so he only remembers the new stuff. <laughs> I love how the old stuff's the Attitude Era. Like, holy shit, how young are you? The Attitude thing doesn't know any of that. Um. All right, I'm going to say his name that I don't know if Jawan will work out with because he was a little bit before his time, but he is the epitome of a baby face. He was the biggest wrestler for the longest time and was one of my favorites. He became a bad guy for a short duration, if you guys don't know where I'm going with this, and he came back to WWF and fought The Rock in one of my favorite WrestleMania moments when The Rock went against Hulk Hogan in the ring, the two idols, audience is going absolutely nuts, turns on The Rock and starts screaming, Rocky sucks when he wins the match and shit. So I'm going to throw Hulk Hogan. I'm not, I, he needs a mention at least. So that's what I'm going to say. I, um, I'm going to go yes. I think he's possibly the greatest um, face of all time. Uh, so I, I'm, I'm definitely going yes. I mean, I, I do remember the Hollywood Hogan phase. And I remember loving it. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to go yes. I will definitely go yes. Because Hulk Hogan was one of my favorite, if not my favorite wrestler at time when I was a child. Before I was a big wrestling fan, I knew Hulk Hogan. And Hulk Hogan has to be on the top ten best faces of all time. There's no way he isn't. There's no way he is not. There's just You can't have this list without Hulk Hogan. It's just not. It's just weird. I mean, I'm going to be completely honest. There's no way in hell we have seen on this list and not Hulk Hogan. Exactly. Exactly. That's a very good point. Uh, Joel, your turn. Uh, Here we go. The Dead Man, The Undertaker. He was my next pick, yeah. We We don't even have to go any further. Yes, he was on my list too, yep. All right, Juwan, you're up, sir. Where are we at now? All right. I'm going to go another Undertaker would, would be five, so we got we got four more that we can choose from. Four more. Okay. All right. I'm going Kurt Angle. Wow. Um, I'm going to say the reason why, and I'll redeem myself, to me, Kurt Angle is one of the greatest heels of all time. It doesn't matter if it was during the era when he was – you know, getting pissy with everyone and doing the stupid thing where he put the fucking small cowboy hat on his head 
and just being that Kurt Angle with three eyes, or when he came back all intimidating with the with Shelton Benjamin and Charlie Haas, uh, to me he's a greater heel. So that's the only reason I'm going to say no to that. I agree with well, Dane. I agree with Dane. Man, Juwan hates us. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Dane. <laughs> That's oh, hard. That God. was hard. I don't want to say no to. That was very hard. I love Kurt Angle, so I was. I, he well, right. I, no, he's he's going to be one of my top choices when we do the heels one. So, um, right. All right, I'll throw this one out there. I don't know if it will count. He had a very small WWE run, but he's one of the best baby faces of all time. Um, Sting. You can say no because I understand how much time he's had, but when it comes to just baby faces, he is the exact fucking definition. I'm I'm only gonna say I'm only gonna say no, Dane, because his time got cut short. Uh, if he had had, I understand. Maybe, I want to say maybe if he had had some more time, so we could have saw more of him. I would absolutely, without a doubt, honestly, if we had opened this up past WWE, I'd be fine with you adding him to the list. But I'm only saying no because it was only a very limited time he had um, in the WWE. No, I completely agree with you. Sting's worst decision was not going WWF when everyone jumped ship. He would have had amazing matches yeah. with Shawn Michaels, Undertaker, and some Stone Cold. Uh, Joel, how do you feel about it? Same thing? Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. I, I love Sting, but barely there. <laughs> you know, I mean, I wish he was yeah. there. And he, If we're going wrestling all time, Sting is on the list. But, you know, and like, if it's just WWE, he was barely in the WWE. So there are just other faces that come before Sting. And if you're just st- sticking to just the WWE, he wasn't there long enough. We barely, we did not get his best in the WWE. All right. I understand. I just, I had to mention him. He was like another person. You got to say, Sorry. we're talking fucking baby Sorry. faces, you know, but uh, Joel, what, who are you going to choose? Oh, okay. All right. Okay. You sound stressed. I out. gotta go. I know I'm stressing because what we're at number four or number three. Is this number four? Number four. Um, I gotta go with the hitman, Bret Hart. Juwan, you go. Uh, I don't know because I feel like the best memories of Bret Hart that I have, he was kind of heelish. Um. I don't. I don't know. I. I. I see what you say. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Ah, God. I think Bret Hart is overall one of the greatest professional wrestlers of all time uh, in ring. But when he was a babyface, Shawn Michaels was my guy. And if back then it was like either Shawn Michaels or Bret Hart. And then Bret Hart became the guy that would hold the Canadian flag and then burn the American flag and have pictures of him and the Hart Foundation pissing on it and shit. And then he became really a bitchy person afterwards. I love the hitman, but no, I'm not going to say for baby face. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go no. Well, he's not on my top ten heels, so. <laughs> That's he's fine. a good heel. He's I think not he's on a better heel than ten. face. He's not he's not on my top ten for heels either. All right, Jawan. Who do you got? Alright, well, Joel kinda set the bar high as shit with that last one. 
uh, is going to make it seem like you guys are going to shit on my uh, my pick now. But this sure. was a, a favorite of mine. Um, uh, for majority of the, uh, he was kind of before the PG era, so I don't know if you necessarily count that as PG era. But um, I'm going to go Ray Mysterio. It was just at the same time. I never like, thought about before. Ray. Oh, would you say Joel? He's the he's the epitome of a baby face. So if you think about it, if you really like yeah, layer that concept, and he was he's a high and I mean, honestly, he, takes he fucking saved his son from Eddie Guerrero's evil clutches in a ladder match. <laughs> I was about to I was about to say that although we might joke. Um, Rey Mysterio had two of the the greatest um, rivalries um, in wrestling history, one being with Eddie Guerrero because the chemistry was just so beautiful. And then I think the uh, the triple threat at WrestleMania between him, Randy Orton, and uh, Kurt Angle was a really underrated match. Absolutely. Um, Joel, what do you pick? Rey Mysterio came in right after – right – he was there right – I was I left wrestling when he was in the middle of of just getting there because he was at his best when I was already not really paying attention to wrestling. But Rey Mysterio is arguably my favorite wrestler of all time, so I gotta go. Yes. You said yes. Yes. All right, I'll add Rey Mysterio to the list. He's a good person to have. He's he's Yay. had twenty one twenty one titles between WWE and WCW, and a record of eight Cruiserweight champions, five with WCW and three with WWE. He's a fucking wow. man, bro. <laughs> and he won the fucking 2006 Royal Rumble. All right. Yes, he did. Uh, I'll put Rey Mysterio down. All right. Um, it's my turn, isn't it? Yes, it well, is. See, the thing is, I just turned down Bret Hart, and I'm going to say someone I think is uh, not as good as a wrestler. I don't know. I mean, all right. He's my favorite wrestler Nowadays, uh, so I wanted to include him on this, and that's AJ Styles. I've been watching him since late WCW, being one of the only good things in that organization. Going to TN, TNA, and now he's been dominating for the last three years. So, yeah, I, AJ's my like my current Shawn Michaels, if you will. So, I'll throw him out there. Uh, Juwan, how do you feel about that? Um, well, you're twisting my my balls in the vice here, Dane. I'm I'm gonna have to say no only because he just became a face in WWE. Um, because uh, since he's gotten here, he's kind of always been a heel since he's gotten here. Um, so, I mean, if we had more time before we did this list, like, you know, if we did this list like months later and we've seen AJ Styles as, as a face for a couple of months, he had a title or two, I'd be like, hell yeah. I'd be like, you know what? He might even actually make both, both heel and face. Um, but we haven't seen enough of him as a face. He just started um, being a face. Uh, I, I, I mean, so I'm going to go no. I can understand what you're saying, Joel. How do you feel? I concur with Jawan. Uh, it's still too early. He, he, you're right. He just became a face technically. He's He's been more of a heel since he's been there. Um so I gotta go with Jawan on this. Uh, I say no. Not yet. Well, fine. Fuck you guys. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Not yet. <laughs> who, who do you got? Y'all just. I'm hoping you have someone the... I can say yes to. I'm gonna try. <laughs> um, 
I'm going to go with the Macho Man. Oh, here's another guy. I loved his heel work and I loved his baby face work. But I think he's going to be known as a baby face more so than anything else. So, yeah, I'll, I'll go with Macho Man Randy Savage. Macho Man Randy Savage, yeah, brother. Ooh. What it is, what it is. Yeah, I'm going to go, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, okay, so now it's back to you, Juwan, sir. we got two more spots available. So I will go Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Ooh. Oh. Tough. tough. Ricky is another tough one. God, but I said no to Bret Hart. I, I feel like that was a bad decision. I'm really, really yes, down on was. myself for Jeff Hardy and Bret Hart. Uh <laughs> Jeff Hardy and Bret Hart, those guys should be on here right now. Um, Ricky, is, he is a fucking baby face. There's like, he just oozes that. But also, I guess I would say that even though he was a great Intercontinental Champion, he was with the WWF for a short run. Most of his stuff was with the NWA and WCW. Oh, uh, God, we need fucking two spots. Yes, yes, yes. Ricky's good. Joel. Ricky the Dragon Steamboat is tough for me. Oh, I don't. I just wouldn't put him over Bret Hart. So that's probably why. But I'll give you the dragon. All right, and we need one more. So I'll present to you guys. Oh man, I don't even. I don't even know if I have anyone at this point. Um. Uh, all right. Even though he was, he could be heels at moments, I think he was more beloved by the fans than anything else, and that is Eddie Guerrero. Mm. He was more of a heel to me. <laughs> Same thing. That's, that's how I feel. That's how I feel, and it's killing me because I want I want to remember him as, as a face. Um, because every time I well, think I'm thinking of about Guerrero, I'm thinking about like Mamacita, Eddie Guerrero onward until he did that weird shit with Ray's son, and then went heel, like when he won the title right. uh, from Kurt Angle. Uh, I don't really know. No, I'm Brock Lesnar. Like straws right now. Right. Oh right, yeah, that's right. right. It was Brock Lesnar. That was that was that was Brock Lesnar. You know, you know um, what, you know what, you know what. I'm, I, I'm, I'm fine with putting Eddie Guerrero uh, on the list. Honestly, I'm, I'm fine with that mainly because I don't think he'll make our top five once we reduce it. So I don't mind just having him on the list. But I do want you to think about this, Dane, before we agree on it. If we put him on this list, even if he doesn't make top five, we still can't use him for heel. So are you sure well, you want to? He's not. He's not on my top ten heels. Okay. He's not on – wait. He might have been on mine. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah, no, he's on my top ten heels. <laughs> but he's, I, I, I'll give it – I have an idea. And if you guys hate this idea, how about we uh, bring back one of the ideas that we that I said no to? Which is? Jeff Hardy. Yeah, Jeff Hardy's the other person. How about this? How about this? Who really here thinks that Jeff Hardy or Bret Hart 
is less of a baby face than Ricky the Dragon Steamboat when it comes to WWE history. Less of a baby face? Basically, I'm going to take Ricky out and put Jeff Hardy and Bret Hart in for for the last two. That's what I'm in. That's what I'm, I'm fine with that. I, I'm actually fine with that, too, actually. Yeah, I'm fine with that. I figured that you guys would be cool with that. All right, so now we got ten choices of the greatest. Not in an order, but we have HBK, Uncle Steve Austin, John Cena, The Rock, Hulk Hogan, The Undertaker, uh, call Rey Mysterio Jr., uh, Macho Man Randy Savage, Jeff Hardy, and Brett the Hitman Hart. And now we have to get rid of one, or how many do you have to get rid of? Uh, we have to we have to get rid of five. <laughs> Um, I think five I know five of them. Do we just like pick one person and just keep on going like normal? Actually, uh, no. Juwan, you know what? So we can kind of. No, I was gonna say if you want to just name off your five, and if anything, we can disagree with the, the five, or we can all agree on the five. Well, if I had five that I think need to go, it would be even though I love Ray Mysterio Jr., he'd probably be one of them. Red Hot would probably be one of them. Jeff Hardy, John Cena. God, that is really hard. I have Hulk Hogan, The Rock, Stone Cold, HBK, and The Undertaker, and Macho Man. I take Macho Man just because he also is a great. He's a great heel. So. See, I have I have the only one I disagree on with is is Macho Man, and the main reason why is because Cena almost defined two eras. Um, and he did them both um, as a steady face. Never once had to waver. He was a steady face. Um, I think I picked Cena over uh, Randy Savage, but that's the only one I disagree with. Joel, what do you think? I agree with you. So, so all right, so if we get rid of all. So that was easy. One, two, three, four, five. <laughs> So we get rid of Ray Mysterio Jr., we get rid of Macho Man Randy Savage, we get rid of Jeff Hardy, we get rid of Bret Hart. We still need to get rid of one more, and we still have Shawn Michaels, Stone Cold, Cena, The Rock, Hulk Hogan, and The Undertaker. Now, out of all those, I would take out Cena personally. Either him or Hulk Hogan, one of them has to go to me. I know Hulk Hogan's a quintessential baby face, but honestly, looking back on it, he's not the greatest wrestler. John Cena is a great wrestler, but he's not the greatest baby face sometimes, even though he's been constantly uh, the face of the company. I can't get Undertaker out of there. I can't get Stone Cold, HBK, The Rock. I can't do any of them. Uh, how see, do you guys feel about that? See, that's rough for me because Hulk Hogan also defined, uh, almost defined two eras himself. One with him with the Andre the Giant feud, and then the other time him coming back uh, with NWO. Just like Cena did Attitude Era, and then he did um, the the PG Era. It's hard to take guys like that out. Like, and I'm not saying I'm I'm taking these two out. I'm just using this as an example to go towards my point. Um, the Rock and Stone Cold were only in the Attitude Era, um, where they completely ruling over. Um, HBK is just timeless. Um, and the Undertaker, he's been through every generation. So I mean, it's it's very tough. It's very tough. But if I had to decide, I'd take Hogan out and keep John Cena in. I think I would do the opposite. I, I, I Joel, you're the deciding factor. I'm keeping Hogan over Cena. Really? Yes. 
So the Attitude Era and the PG Era, you guys are just completely throwing out for for Hogan. You're saying well, that NWO it was, run it was, it is was, better than Cena. It was the Ruthless Aggression Era and the PG Era because he started in the Ruthless Aggression against uh, Kurt Angle. Uh, right, right, right. Yeah, no, no, I understand that. Started as a heel. Um, yeah, he did no, start off as heel because that's when he had the School of Hard Knocks or whatever the fuck that crap was. Yeah, Thugonomics. Yeah. So you guys, you guys are telling me that. Hulk Hogan is more of a complete package than John Cena because that's what it that's what it's coming down to. Well, in the it's, ring, it's funny because Hulk Hogan <laughs> is one of the is one is definitely not a better John Cena is a better wrestler than him, and Hulk Hogan spent half of his career as a as a as a heel. So it's kind of like, but who do I like better? And who was like a baby face in the eighties? Like my God, ugh. Joel, you said Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan. Yeah, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say Hulk Hogan. John Cena's the Hulk no. Hogan of days, man. Come on, they're comparing him wow. to Hulk Hogan. So we got five wow. people now. We have Shawn Michaels, Stone Cold Steve Austin, The Rock, Hulk Hogan, and The Undertaker. So how many people have to go? Now we just pick one each. Yeah, because we have to pick three. All right. Well, um, who's who's first up? Uh, you went uh, with your uh, you slimming it down, so I say Joel gets the gets to go. All right, so, Joel. Who do you think should go? Of the of the four, we have four left. We have five left. We got Undertaker, Shawn Michaels, Stone Cold Steve Austin, The Rock, and Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan next. That's what I feel too. God, and that pisses me off so much. Um, yeah, Hulk Hogan. All right. He's so right. <laughs> I, I at least more, need guys. a Cena to make to make the, the, the top five. But all right, all right, all right. So so, so, all right. so Hogan's going. Uh, Go ahead, Dan. Who do you pick? No, no, who do you pick, John? Uh now to take out of um Stone Cold, The Rock. Shawn Michaels and Undertaker. Yep. Jesus. Oh. Now it's hard. Like asking me to, <laughs> like asking me to take out both my parents. Um, oh. Yeah, because you literally the two greatest in-ring workers and arguably the two biggest money makers of all time between HBK and Undertaker for in-ring workers and Stone Cold and The Rock for the Stone Cold is the biggest. Bigger than Hulk Hogan, which right. both the man said bigger than The Rock. And then The Rock, obviously, right. is The Rock. He's he's a, he's transcended wrestling, Juwan. Who do you pick? Dane, and you guys are going to hate me for this, but <clears throat> he's the only – listen to my reason why. I'm picking Shawn Michaels, oh, God. and that's mainly because Undertaker has defined um, – re- like, he is the epitome of WrestleMania. Um, the Rock and Stone Cold – were the wheels of the uh, the Attitude Era. Shawn Michaels, his entire career, has been a part of the wheel, but not the actual wheel. Um, so when you look at who's more important in history, out of the four of them, Shawn Michaels is the only one you can pluck out, and you'd still have the huge success from the three of those other guys. So uh, HBK is who I pluck out, but I do that with the heaviest of a heavy heart. 
Joe, I'll let you go first. It's very difficult for me because I love Sean. He has my all-time favorite super – my finisher of all time that's poured out so much nowadays. Um, but I agree with Juwan. Well, I don't agree with Juwan, but it doesn't matter at this point, so we have now three people left. Stone Cold, The Undertaker, The Rock. It's up to me. Oh, my God. Um, Undertaker has more longevity than the three of them. Stone Cold probably made the biggest impact. God, I love The Rock. I'm going to say I have to take off The Rock. I have to. I don't don't know. I'm going to say... I'm going to say no. I'm going to say I'm taking out uh, Stone Cold. Um, the Rock just, he meant more for the business of wrestle uh, of wrestling because he was able to dabble into um, acting, which also brought on more uh, great publicity for uh, the entertainment of wrestling. Um, he was able to break that, that fourth wall. So I think The Rock is more uh, important to the culture of wrestling. Um, Stone Cold now def- almost defined that that era, but if one had to go for us to have our final top, uh, our final two, I'd say Stone Cold would have to go. I would well, have to disagree. I think I was about to ask you, Joel, what your choice was. I think The Rock is eliminated only for the fact that during that time, when the two of them were at their peaks, The Rock was a heel. So, we're doing top ten baby faces, And only on that fact that I put Stone Cold above The Rock. Well, I mean, Stone Cold spent a majority of that, the Attitude Era as like, <laughs> as like dead in between. Like, he was but never he was, necessarily oh, well, no, a no, face. No, no. He acted like a heel, but he was a baby face. He was beloved yeah. as a babyface. I don't the Rock know. I, 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 I was a heel right. multiple times throughout that whole entire time period. You know. Right. No, absolutely. I don't disagree with that. But what I'm saying is, I just realized our, our two know. top faces are going to be Stone Cold and The Undertaker. Which now, if I yeah, think right. about baby faces, they're probably two of the most unorthodox baby faces to have left. <laughs> Why did you take the Shawn Michaels away from me? God damn it! They're anti faces. <laughs> You just took Michael Jordan out of the motherfucking mix. Jesus Christ. All right, I got that out of my system. I feel better. Um, so we're, so we're, all, the we're all done with We're all done with our uh, with our faces. It's on to heels now. Oh, what so we were trying to get down to two? One. Say it again? We, still, we have Undertaker and Stone Cold, so we're supposed to be down to two? Yeah, just the final two. All right, so I guess we do move on to the heels now. Are you guys ready to start this up again? Oh, Jesus. Uh, not really. That's tough. Almost that was killed tough me with the heel. last one. These faces were tough. All right, um, who was who was up? Uh, I guess I'll start. Okay. All right, so I'm gonna go with. Hold on. Hold on, guys. All right. I've held. I'm still holding. All right. Sorry about well, that. Do you want to... All right. So. Go for it. Hello? Sorry. Sorry. Sorry, yep. guys. 
for my first heel, I think I'm going to go with favorite wrestler of all time, and that is CM Punk. Really? CM Punk was on my baby face and my heel, so I will say yes. Yep. I'm taking Punk. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll stay with that, sure. He seemed unsure a little bit. Yeah, he, he was well. at his peak. I really wasn't watching wrestling, so. <laughs> um, all right, so it's my turn. Okay, well, I mean, I don't I, – this guy's going to go all the way, so I might as well just get him knock, knocked out. And if you guys say no, I'll fucking end the whole entire thing right now. But uh, the Nature Boy, Ric Flair! Woo! Woo! Hell yeah. I mean, it would be, like, weird if we didn't have him um, on here. By the way, if you guys are listening and you want to join us in the conversation, just call 929-477-3781. You'll be listening at that point. Press 1 to let us know who your favorite heel or baby face is in WWE history. Joel? Um, my choice has to be at least for now, to start. I'm going to go with the game, Triple H. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. Yep. I am the game. Sounds just like him. (laughs) I know. Um, Sorry about that. Uh, John, who, who do you want to put on this list? All right, hold on, let me check my list. Perfect, I already know. All right, so I'm going to go with the uh, Y2J. Ooh. He was the person I was going to pick next. Yep, I'm going with Chris Jericho. I don't hate it, I like it. And you know what, guys? All right. You know what? What's that? No, I don't. What, what, what? He just made the list. He just made the list. <laughs> I had to get that out. Do it. I understand. It's so much fun to do that. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, I think that when it comes to heels, that this one's kind of kind of be like Hulk Hogan for the time period. But I know this is a uh, time before you, Juwan. But on this nice little event called WrestleMania 1, this uh, Scottish man from Canada named Roddy Roddy Piper caused a bunch of bullshit by getting in the ring and breaking a plaque and knocking a pop star over and starting WrestleMania. And then got in the ring with uh, Mr. T uh, and actually got in a boxing match with them because they didn't like each other. And he was a crazy motherfucker, always came on, Roddy Roddy Piper. Joel. Ah, Joel, me? Um, I'm gonna go with hell yeah. I'm gonna go yeah. I keep forgetting that's a list of ten. Yeah, sure. I'll go with Piper. All right, hit, baby. We're, going, we're going through this pretty quickly. Joel, uh, who who would you pick? My choice is the little unorthodox, but I think he is without a doubt one of the best villains of all time. Vincent J. McMahon. Wow, I have to put Vince on here, but I didn't even think about him. 
I would definitely agree with that. I'm yeah. completely fine with it. I'm completely fine with it. Just as long as you know he'll never make the top five. Oh, no, man. Yeah. <laughs> There's no WWE without that man. <laughs> no, I don't disagree. I don't disagree. But I, when when I think of my top heels, uh, I, I kind of want guys that were like wrestlers. He was a wrestler during that time. No, 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 yeah. no, no, no. He was wrestling during that time. He hit underneath he the ring for the Royal Rumble throughout the whole duration of it. But the only other yes, person who's done that is Jerry the King Lawler. Um, yep. Who is he another did. great heel that I'm forgetting about. Oh, I didn't think about Jerry the King Lawler. Uh, anyways, George. Well, uh, well, I know who I'm going with. The man that defined what it meant to be a heel for me, because as you guys keep mentioning, I, I, I'm young. Uh, I'm going with my... One of my favorite heels of all time. I'm going with JBL. Wow. That's well, not a bad one. Uh, JBL's a heel because he makes fun of uh, Morrow all the time in the backstage room while we're not on stage. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm just kidding. We don't even know if that would actually happen or not. Um, God, JBL is a great heel. And, I mean, he is a cookie-cutter heel, and he's been a part of WWE for a long time. Yeah, he I'll say is. yes. I will also say yes. Oh, we got Perfect. JBL. All right. Um, JBL. I got two more I want to suggest definitely, so hopefully I get around to them. Uh, one of them uh, is the Yang to Undertaker's Ying. Uh, when he oh, was coming around that. as a heel, Every, no one saw him coming, and then he got there. And even though he had a really rough transition of really not having a lot of burns on his body at all, Kane was a quintessential heel and remained like that for a while. Um, he was on my. He was actually next on my list, you bastard. Juwan? <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a yes for me. Hell yeah. That was the next one I was going to pick, thinking you guys wouldn't agree. No, yeah, I definitely agree. I was definitely going to say Kane next. <laughs> well, I did it for you. So, uh, now it's your turn, sir. <laughs> uh, your court, the ball is in my court. Uh, yes. Um, two more choices, by the way. Two more. We have two more. Good. This is good. Okay. This is tough, though. Very very tough for me. Uh, let's go with the Latino Heat. Latino Heat. Juwan, I think he was on your list. Are you going yes? Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me just double check my list. I'm gonna go no. I have two guys yeah, I that like... think are better suited. I have, I have two guys that I, I think are better believe suited. that way, too. And I, Timmy well, Eddie I was a baby face, so no, I'm going to say yeah. that. Yeah. You can go no. I actually don't know who else to put. Sean, <laughs> <laughs> who do you got? All right. So I know this is unorthodox, not my pick, but what I'm about to do. 
I'm going to nominate two people, and if neither one of them are, are good, then we're fine. We'll we'll keep going. It'll be your turn, Dane. But these are two guys that that also uh, paved the way of what it meant to be a heel for me. Um, I'm going to go with not the one that you know now, but possibly one of the greatest, um, not storylines, but kind of stories. I'm going to go the legend killer, Randy Orton, and then I'm going to go the rated R superstar. Edge. Do we have to do that? I mean, should we think about this for a second? Edge was on my top. Absolutely. I was going to name him. Um, But combine them as a tag team to put them in. I can't do that. Yeah, you can't put them as a tag team. (laughs) No, 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 no. I wasn't trying to put them in as a tag team. I I was nominating both of them because I couldn't pick either or. You can't, you can't or. go early, Jawan. That's not how it works, bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, no, you said there was only two left. So I was like, all right, well, I'll throw both of them out and see if you guys pick either or. I couldn't Probably decide. Pick. I mean, I love the idea. Of, I mean, this is a guy in Randy Orton that used to spit in legend's faces. Like, he yeah. was epic as a heel. And we can all agree he's a thousand times better as a heel than he ever was. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, the storyline he had. Do you guys remember that epic uh, Monday Night Raw where he had Triple H handcuffed to the the turnbuckle and And he fucking kissed Stephanie? Super demented. All right. Yeah. Even though I love Edge, no to Edge, yes to Randy. You 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 sold me. Joel on Randy at least. Sure, I'll take that's fine. All right, right, well, this is going to be the one that I told you that I didn't want to do on Babyfaces because he's one of my favorite heels of all time. That's Kurt Angle. Um, The you suck chance, the three eyes, the freaking, you know, the weird, stupid things that he would do and just how much of a badass he was after that. Uh, He's on mine. That's who was on my list. Freaking neck. He broke his freaking neck. Joel, how do you feel? I broke my freaking neck. No, he's on my list. I didn't really – I forgot all about him. <laughs> you said no? No, I said yeah. Uh, Juwan? Uh, Yeah. I mean, I kind of had someone else in mind. But, yeah, um, Kurt Angle has been a part of some of my favorite matches uh, in WWE history. So, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I don't mind going Kurt Angle. Well, sort of like a miss. We're, we're, we're done now. We got our top ten. Funny. Uh, who the hell did I have on here? Oh, Hollywood Hogan was someone I was going to name, but we never got to him. But that's okay because I think he's better, he known better off the uh, baby face. Yeah, he was better at Hollywood Hogan and WCW. Absolutely. And yeah, so, you're but, right about that. And I will so say my Hogan. number one of now is the awesome The Miz. Uh, would be my yeah. favorite of like now generation, yeah. kind of like my AJ Styles for baby faces. But um, do all right, all right, you guys, let's condense the shit out of this thing. Um, so we need to get rid of five. Yep. God, uh, this, this is, is actually this I think more stacked list than uh, the other one. We got CM Punk, Ric Flair, Triple H, Y2J, uh, Vince McMahon. What's RRP? What what the hell does that mean? Roddy Roddy Piper. I use an act. Roddy Roddy Piper. I'll put Piper. Stupid. All right. Uh, Vince, 
JBL, Kane, Randy Orton, and Kurt Angle. Um, so I guess I'll go first and, and say which one I'd like to be eliminated. Or is, am I up next or are you up, Sean? No, you're good, Dan. Um, I think I'm going to take – God, I can do what oh, – well, I'm going to – they're both big men. I'll go for the first one, JBL. I'm I'm fine taking him off. Yeah, I'll take him off. All right, JBL is gone. Uh, your your turn to choose, Joel. Next on the list. Well, who's on the list again? I forgot. Um, it's okay. We got CM Punk, Ric Flair, Triple H, Y2J, Roddy Roddy Piper, Vincent Kennedy, McMahon, Kane, Randy Orton, and Kurt Angle. That's a Vincent J. McMahon. It's Vincent K. McMahon. Sorry. Um, uh, CM Punk. CM Punk? Yep. Uh, I would take other people out of it before him. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I wouldn't take out CM Punk first. But he's top five, is what you think? Yeah, well, well, not necessarily. He might not end up in the top five, but I know there's a few guys I'd like to take out before him. I'd take Randy Orton out before I took out CM Punk. I didn't write that list down. It's it's okay. All right, so are we we agree that both Randy Orton and JBL are out? Are we taking CM Punk out? What are we doing? You could take Randy out. Coming out. Okay. I was gonna go for I was gonna go for taking uh McMahon out. No, yeah, I'm down with that. For... I mean he's a great heel presence, but as far as a wrestler Yeah. That's kind of a as far as a wrestler he doesn't he doesn't make that heel baby. Heel. It's he like it's one. like Bobby 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 the brain Heenan used to wrestle uh way back in the WWF, but he's a manager and he's one of the greatest heels of all time. Um right, yeah. I, I mean, mean right. Paul Heyman uh, is one of the greatest heels of all time, but he doesn't wrestle. Yep. Who? That's very true. Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman, yeah, that's a great heel. Fuck. Um. All right. Yeah, uh, so now we're, we're down two. So we took out. We taken out JBL and we taken out Mr. McMahon. And we also took out uh, Randy Orton. Oh, we all agreed on that. Oh, I didn't know. Bunch of bitches. All Wait, right. What? No, go ahead. Right. We're fine. We got CM Punk, Mr. we got McMahon, Rick Flair, we got Triple H, we got Y2J, we got Roddy Roddy Piper, we got Kane, and we got Kurt Angle. I'm going to take out Kane. Yeah. Ah. Unless you got the voice box, he didn't really talk much. That's what I was going to say. He, he doesn't, but every time I, I close my eyes, I could vividly see him ripping a cage off of its hinges. Uh, so, uh, I mean, I, I guess. All right, his storylines were very dark, uh, so that's kind of why I thought he he'd make it a lot longer. But I'm not going to put up a fight. That's fine. I mean, we're getting some of the best heels I think of all time, and I think I'm between two of them to take out. But I think one of mine's probably going to go. All right, uh, who's wait? Who's up? What about the Iron Sheik? Fuck, that was a good one. Um, who's who's picking one? Is it me? Uh, yes. no, I didn't go. Okay. Oh, well, who do you? 
Well, well, wait, because Dane just went, but Joel's after Dane, and Joel just went. All right, just go ahead, Joel. Every time I choose one, you guys say no, so I don't even watch it anymore. <laughs> Well, let me um, think about how Jawan felt last time. Oh my god! Exactly. You guys pooped yeah, on but, everything I said. But Jawan sucks. There's a big difference. <laughs> you yeah, you're right. <laughs> um, who got eliminated so far? Randy Orton. We've eliminated Randy Orton, Kane, Mr. McMahon, and JBL. So we're, we're one more, right? We got Kurt Angle, yeah, we, we got Ruddy Ruddy Piper, Y2J, Triple H, Ric Flair, and CM Punk. You can Punk. go back to your other thing. If... Goodbye. I think Punk. Punk's got to go. What? Yeah, you're talking about my favorite heels of all time and CM Punk, who's one of my favorite newer ones, but I still don't have as much investment as the other ones. That's so. what it is. That's the difference right there. All right, we've got Ric Flair, Triple H, Y2J, Roddy Roddy Piper, and Kurt Angle. Um, there's two of them I can do it out. I think I know exactly I know who, what the top three is going to be. <laughs> um, okay, Juwan, pick one. I know what you're I'm going Roddy Roddy Piper. <laughs> I kind of figured that was probably going to happen. Um, that's fine. He's He's not in my top three. All right, so I'm going to pick, even though I love Kurt Angle, uh, I think you've gotten to the top three to me, so I'm going to put out Kurt Angle to get rid of. Yeah, I'm down with that. I'm also down All with right, that. All right, so, guys, we got to rid of one more out of either Ric Flair, Triple H, and Y2J. I don't know if I can pick Triple H over fucking Jericho. Jericho's been such a great heel, but Triple H is a fucking game. All right, Chris, uh, whatchamacallit, Joel, who, who do you pick? Who are the three again right now? Y2J, Triple H, Ric Flair. Fuck. I'm going to eliminate Triple H, but only because I think he was more – He of the three, I think I've seen Triple H as a face more than the other two. <laughs> See, I think that I've seen Chris more. Yeah, I don't remember Chris Christmas. Christmas. I don't remember. Even when he's a baby, uh, fucking. I don't remember Triple H as a baby face, except for that one time where he came back from his back surgery, where Rikishi hit him in a fucking got... car in the parking lot. I figure his Dang. time with DX made him more, more of a face. That's why. Well, that no, but the first point. time he was with the first time he was with DX, they weren't a heel faction. It was but only then we became um, faces like real quick. And they stayed out. Every time it became DX, it was face. They started yeah, out. Yeah, but how often until, did they become DX? Until Triple H screwed over um, X-Pac and joined the Shawn corporation. Yeah, right, yeah. and then he screwed um, over Shawn Michaels. I'm going to say no, uh, Juwan. Yeah, I'm saying no. Chris Jericho goes before Triple H. I agree. I mean, yeah, Joel, right, so. I'm going to mention this. I'm going to mention this, too, be- be- before we end this. Remember the last three times Chris Jericho came back? He's been a, a face each of the three times he came back, where you had to decipher the codes and everything. He's come back all three times as a, as a face. 
Triple H has been a yeah, heel for like the past. Six I don't years. remember all three times. I only know recently that he's been more of a face. He's been a, even since yeah. WCW. He was a villain. That's why. I, that's how. That's why I always known him that way. Well, I'll tell you this: when when you and you will when you never back, ever ever be the same again. No, when he came back, when you had to break the code, and then remember when he came out and didn't talk for like a month, and then finally I don't, started talking. Like I wasn't. I wasn't really watching wrestling at the time. <laughs> oh, well, you suck balls. Then Chris Jericho was way more of a face than, than Triple H was. Sure. Um, go with that. All right. So we have top two baby faces as Undertaker and Stone Cold Steve Austin, and our top two heels is Ric Flair and Triple H. We probably picked the two guys that have the most longevity with Ric Flair and Undertaker, and no, obviously no. Triple H and Stone Cold are amazing. Yeah. That he so was, now, Triple H was like so, champion every other time. <laughs> so are we – here's a question. Are we now yes. combining the list? You want to combine it and just do the best best heel and the top best face? Well, we got to figure out – I guess you're right. you got to figure out the best heel and that best face, and then we'll have two, and maybe we should come to one after that. That's what I'm proposing. I mean, we gotta figure out yeah, who's sure, the best heel. All right, who's up? Does anyone remember? I hope it's not me. Uh, well, jo- Joel just went, and we kind of slammed him for it, so I guess I'm up. So, All right. So I'm just All right, so out Triple of Rick Flair, Flair and Triple H. Rick Flair and Triple H. Who do you pick? Uh, I'm sorry, but tri- I remember more Triple H than I do Rick Flair. I'm going Triple H. Of course you do. You're born last I'm year. I'm sorry, I'm not. I'm sorry, I'm not old like you two farts. But Triple H is what I well, remember. You, just, you know, I was thinking about picking, agreeing with you, but since you said that, absolutely not. <laughs> players can't steal of all time. Do you, do you agree with me, Joel? Uh, he is the greatest heel of all time. But woo! All right, so. I get to choose between Undertaker and Stone Cold. How the fuck do I choose against Undertaker? But obviously, yeah, I'm Stone going Cold Undertaker. more as a face. Oh, Undertaker's like, oh, God. All right, I can't believe I'm choosing this. I am choosing Undertaker to take off the list. I disagree, but if I'm the odd man out, I'm fine with that. I'm sticking with the Undertaker. I'm not. I'm sticking with Stone Cold. You fucking suck, Joel. You could suck. Uh, it. All right. Well, <laughs> looks like it's looks like it's Stone Cold and Ric Flair. What a match that could have been, both in their prime. I don't think they did either. Which... No, because he was nope. Ric Flair was at WCW at the time when uh, Stone Cold was at his prime. And remember, and guys, you didn't know this. Stone Cold considers Ric Flair to be the greatest wrestler to ever lace up a pair of boots. He's it's one of the biggest uh, wrestling idols. But still, on this list, I hope he gets a fucking stutter. That's all I got to say. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think Jawan gets a pick. <laughs> or no, is it you, Joel, who gets a pick? What are it's we doing? Uh, really who, who's been in the match? You got to pick either Ric Flair or Stone Cold to get off this list to be the greatest wrestler of all time oh, in WWE uh, history. All time? WWE. 
Okay, okay. WWE history, Stone Cold Steve Austin. I can agree with that. Yeah, I guess I'm going to have to. You don't even like Ric Flair. Yeah, but I mean, are we, are we going to kind of diminish what he did 16 times? WWE! Alright, All right, guys, well, you heard it out there. It is actually going to be Stone Cold Steve Austin as the greatest, already the greatest draw in WWE history, but now, because of us, on Wrestling Geeks Alliance, he is now the number one greatest wrestling performer in the WWE. I don't even agree with that right now. <laughs> While I'm saying it. These lists are stupid. And I, I, I just, I like, they're fun though. Um, all right, I'm going to ask you guys questions since we have a little more time since we went through this list at a pretty uh, decent time. Um, obviously, it's, it's a little bit, Less than a year away, but, you know, we're not going to be thinking about this for a while, but we go through a year. We get to WrestleMania. What is one match that you would like to see at WrestleMania? You can make it from, I mean, you can be realistic to the brands and who's on them and stuff like that, but you can make them out of a rivalry that's not even there, if you will. Uh, Joel, let's put you on the spot. Oh, well, a WrestleMania match to see. And they don't have to be specifically on this current WWE roster, is what you're saying. Well, I would I would keep it if you can keep it to the shows, great, like to their actual rosters. Um, okay. But you know, no no more limitation than that, honestly. It doesn't have okay. to be a rivalry that's already happening. It's it's something you make up or some shit. Well, I got two of them I'd like to see at WrestleMania. Okay, let's go around. My first, of course, is uh, hold on. Um, my first choice is gonna be Finn Balor Bray Wyatt is one at. I'd love to see at WrestleMania because I, I just can't imagine the entrances for that fucking match. And I'm gonna go with Nakamura and AJ Styles. God, those two matches would be phenomenal. Um, and they're completely, yeah, good job. Good job at listening to Plop. me. I appreciate that. Uh, Ju- yeah. Juwan, do you got? Do you have any idea of who you'd like to see rumble yeah. it up over at uh, WrestleMania? Yeah, I was going to, um, since Joel took one of mine because, um, well, he took one of mine. So I'll go Kenny Omega and AJ Styles. Um, and then uh, because they don't. They don't get enough love. I'm gonna go uh, Asuka versus uh, Charlotte for the uh, SmackDown oh. Women's Title. Ooh. God, yeah. I mean, Kenny and um, AJ was definitely uh, one of mine. I would love for them to get because I mean, it, it could really work out well that Kenny Omega's year contract will end right before WrestleMania, and he was trying to get this to go last year. It just couldn't work out. The cards couldn't work in place, so they went with. Uh, AJ going and doing a uh, thing with Shane McMahon and or AJ is that and Kenny stayed in Japan obviously so that's it could definitely happen but Shinsuke is another person with AJ that could be awesome I personally would love to see Finn Balor and Shinsuke in the ring again but this time in front of WrestleMania uh, one representing SmackDown one representing Raw and they could do a you know I mean their NXT fights are awesome 
and they've they've been in the ring with each other for a long time. I'd love to see them take the big stage. Another one that I don't know will happen. I mean, I, I would love to see Samoa Joe if, if if Brock Lesnar saw the belt by then to see Samoa Joe and Brock Lesnar for the belt at WrestleMania. I think that would be a great slugfest. Um, oh, also, yeah. Roman Reigns versus Samoa Joe would be a lot of fun too. Who knows? But uh. Yeah, I can't. I can't think of. Um, I'm trying to think of like a tag team match, you know, mm. given the tag teams that we have right now. Um, yeah, I don't know. There isn't anybody that's like, yeah, that guy. I definitely got to. You know, that team. I definitely got to see. Um, I, I oh, know. It's, it's here's one I didn't think about. Down. What yeah. about Matt Broken Matt Hardy versus Bray Wyatt? I like that too. Absolutely. You know, the two of them, they're I mean, weird I'd fucking say, whole thing. I'd even say a triple threat. Broken Matt Hardy versus Bray Wyatt versus Demon Finn Balor. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, and to spice it up. And to spice it up. Don't just have it be for nothing. Have to be for the Intercontinental title. Be it for Ooh. something. What about the Miz? I think Miz that'd be really against great. a good baby face. Um, a good baby what about face Miz and Seth Miz? Rollins? I think they Ugh. could, like, See, it doesn't I, have to just be at WrestleMania, but I think that they could have, instead of having Seth on this quest with Samoa Joe forever, I would love the Miz and Seth Rollins start going each other because I think that the Miz can bring out more of a baby face from Seth Rollins because of how fucking great he is on the mic and everything. Just an idea. I'd just love to see what Miz says about Seth Rollins during those fucking promos. Absolutely. You, <laughs> Absolutely. I you, mean, I'm going to be honest. You talk a lot of another shit. Another match I want to see? Another match I want to see? Because um, who knows by next year's WrestleMania, maybe there's no, another brand trade. I desperately want to see um, John Cena uh, for the, the SmackDown title versus Samoa Joe. Because um, oh. I, I thought one of John Cena's I thought one of John Cena's best matches was that Royal Rumble versus Umaga in that last man standing match where he had to choke him out with the turnbuckle rope. I thought that was one of John Cena's best matches. And I think him and Samoa Joe can really bring the best out of each other. And it'd be a really awesome rivalry. Another person for Cena that I would love to see just because of how amazing he is in the ring is Kenny Omega. Uh, Just because if you watch him with Okada and how he's able to handle him, John Cena, where you watch him with AJ Styles, I think it would even be dialed up more uh, if you want to get in the ring with Kenny Omega. Because I think AJ's safer. Kenny does some stupid, crazy shit, which is awesome. Um, I don't know. And also, Kurt Angle versus Triple H, I think, could end up potentially happening. Kurt Angle's already said that he yeah. will be wrestling at some point. Um, uh, and I think well, they could definitely. Once Stephanie comes back, I feel like there's going to be some bullshit there. I don't, I don't disagree with that at all. And um, Triple H versus Kurt Angle could be the one, you know, uh, WrestleMania match Triple H is in that I'm really invested in. The last couple, I, you know, they've been, I'm not saying that they haven't been good. I just haven't been fully invested in it. And if it's a winner uh, takes over Raw completely, um, I'd really love the aspect of uh, Kurt Angle coming out on the right side of that. Um, or even if he doesn't, I told you and Chris this before, Dane, I desperately want to see, like, Kurt Angle become, like, a wrestler again. And then Triple H appoints Eric Bischoff to be the new um, GM for Raw. 
I desperately want Eric Bischoff back. I do too, actually. Yeah, I do too. I, I like Eric Bischoff. They can keep uh, what's his name, that dickhead from New York, um, Vince Russo, Vince the fuck away. But uh, <laughs> Joel, do you have any? Uh, do you have any last closing statements? Uh, uh, you know, some matches you like to see possibly play out WrestleMania or some feuds within this year with WWE. Mm. I mean. I think I mentioned the two I definitely I want to see going forward. I'd love to see Kenny Omega come over from New Japan. That would be fucking awesome. I would love, I don't know how likely it would be, I'd love to see Jay Lethal come to the WWE at some point. Oh, man. Oh. Yeah. I would, I just like Rick Flair is playing apparently. Oh, really? Oh, That's what yeah. I mean. The great Matismo. The great Matismo. Yeah. You know what? This is a question I had that I never got answered. Do you think if Jay Lethal were to come to the WWE that he would use that black machismo gimmick? Why well, not? I mean, he got the okay, he got the okay from Macho Man when he was doing it in TNA back when Savage was alive. So, and WWF, yeah. I'm sure, would have no problem doing that. I mean, it's all a tribute, so I could see it happening. I don't know how. Okay. I, will, I, I don't know. I don't know how the audience would handle I, it. Look, I will it, say though. this. There's two there's two huge things I'd love to see by next year's WrestleMania and then that's 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 it for me. One of them uh would be Paul Heyman um uh recruiting Oscar. Um th- that's something I definitely I want to see him um not step away from Brock but definitely go get a female talent and Oscar so, so he could be a mouthpiece for her. Uh I'd love yeah. that. But as far as two matches that I desperately want to see I desperately want to see CM Punk make his return to face Shinsuke Nakamura. Um, and I'd also love to see CM Punk versus AJ Styles. I feel like those two matches could definitely be up for match of the year if either two of those happen. To see CM Punk come back. That's for sure. Uh, I you wouldn't, would like you to, wouldn't want to uh, see him versus have... uh, Shinsuke Nakamura? No, I'd like to see him come back. I don't really care if it's against Nakamura. I just want to see him come back. Uh, yeah, well, that's where I'm can, at. You can you can hope to have a unicorn ride you into the fucking clouds to get million-dollar bills and shit, but I love CM Punk, but I don't think – I don't even think he wants to come back to WWE, honestly. Um, he degrades them pretty much every fucking week, too. He's kind of taken yeah. off Bret Hart's position of being the angry guy that's bitter about WWE for screwing him over. So now he's going to complain you know about it. Every what's that? And you know it's funny? It's the same thing Goldberg did. Do you kind of see the, the, the reoccurrence from the two names that you just named that you said CM Punk kind of kind of remind you of? Do, do you kind of see how yeah. those two guys ended up coming back? CM Punk, I believe, will be back, especially when he realizes UFC is not for him. Um, I believe that's when he'll be back. The thing, the thing is, and it's the same thing with with uh, Kevin Feige and and uh, you know the the whole thing with Fantastic Four. Like wrestling doesn't need CM Punk, and that's the only reason why CM Punk isn't still in the WWE. Vince and Triple H realize we don't need you, so right. you know there'll oh, never yeah. come a time where they well, he feel just, as though he definitely need burned him. bridges. You know, he he yeah, burned absolutely. London Bridge, Brooklyn Bridge, fucking the Golden Gate Bridge, all of them. <laughs> he uh, burned all them. No, he'll definitely have to. He'll definitely have to tuck his tail uh, between his legs if if he ever um, wanted uh, a chance to to come back because they're thriving without him. I thought they'd take a a larger hit 
once he left, but no. Uh, Him and Brian, back-to-back. They're, they're top baby face and they're top heel, basically. You know, CM Punk and Daniel yeah. Bryan, they lost them back-to-back within a year, basically. Back-to-back, yep. Like, and I thought I thought they were gonna they were gonna take a huge hit from that. And at that time, Cena wasn't like a steady guy, um, uh, you know, on the roster. He was kind of in and out like he is right now. So I thought they were gonna take a larger hit for that. And then in comes Seth Rollins, in comes Dean. You know, these guys start to step up, and it's it's been thriving since. So there'll never come a time where WWE contacts him. I think it'll be. Uh, when he realizes he misses it and wants to come back. Maybe Jim right. Ross will call him up and try to convince him to talk to Vince McMahon like he did with Stone Cold. Hopefully. I hope so. That'd Can I say great. one last thing, Dane? No, no, no. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I just want to say one last thing. I definitely, Go for it, buddy. I definitely Cl- want close to... yourself off, if you will. Perfect. Um, I definitely want to see Bobby Roode challenge Triple H at some point. I feel as though their their games mirror each other, and I think that'd be a very glorious step in Bobby Roode's um, you know uh, upbringing to him becoming a, a part of the main roster on either uh, Raw or SmackDown, preferably Raw. Forgot about um, but I've, say it again. I said I forgot about the NXT guys like Aleister Black. I want to see that boy come up yeah. too. Oh, yeah. yeah. Bobby Roode, Aleister Black, uh, Roderick Strong. There's a lot of good guys in NXT. That's what I love about Matt. it is because we'll see on, as we go further that we're not going to worry about other people, you know, not replacing other people because NXT will bring the next breed in, you know, as we keep on going forward. So Cassius Ono is another guy. He's going to be huge once he gets over to the WWE. But, um, all right, so, uh, Juwan, close out. Say goodbye to the good people. And uh, tell them where where they can reach you at. You know, <laughs> your number. Well, <laughs> well, this has been a great episode of Wrestling Geeks Alliance. Um, you guys can find me, like I always tell you, strictly on anything Geek Vibes, whether that's our Twitter at Geek Vibes Nation, our Facebook at Geek Vibes Nation, or Instagram at Geek Vibes Nation. And most importantly, we have a website www.geekvibesnations.com. Thank you very much. And, of course, our special guest tonight, Joel. Let the people know a little bit about you, something sexy maybe. The wrestling fans like do that. Oh, you're right. Good point. I'm sorry. I was going to go real deep and intimate. Oh, fuck it, though. Um... <laughs> Talk me out of it, Dane. So, anyway. Oh, God. It's been a good show. I had a good time. Uh, Chris will be back next week, of course. He'll probably bring some more organization uh, into this. But we had a good time tonight talking about top ten. Uh, what's your top ten? You know, I mean, who's top ten favorite females? Uh, comedian, uh, Michael Jackson impersonators, uh, forms of sneakers. Let us know somewhere on Geek Fives. Actually, if it's not geek-related, don't post about it. I've already told you motherfuckers that. <laughs> all right, well, Wrestling Geeks and Alliance, appreciate all of you guys. And... Let's get a little scary right, I'm just kidding. Seriously though. You guys have to go on. Peace out, Keep Foundation. Peace out!